Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Unger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning knowledge. Indeed, I am your host, the one, the only Mark Unger. Joining me as always, Mrs. Claus. Darn it. <laughs> I asked you. And you said that it was fine. I don't want to look like Mrs. Claus. I asked you. I don't know. We're taping this show during the holidays. Who Are knows? those snowflake earrings? <laughs> She's got snowflake ears, and she's got that Mrs. Claus look going. <coughs> I think that this is actually not airing during the holidays, no. but forgive us. This is <laughs> Just any way he can mock me, friends. <laughs> uh, joining us as always, is the very talented... Oh, oh whoops, sorry. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Oh, we forgot about Philip James Gunger. <laughs> My son. He's very talented, too. Come He's on. very talented. <laughs> He's not creepy, though. <laughs> Engineering the show as always, the very talented and creepy Timothy Robert Ray. Where's my button? It's too quiet. Turn it up. There it is. Engineer extraordinaire, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during the production of this show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at askask at markgunger.com. Here's how the show works. You want to get it right? Or Mrs. Claus will put a bad word in for you next time around. Oh, no. It's going to be the whole show, isn't it? They kind of look like ornaments. I should put, like, the flashing, you know, yeah. with the little yeah, yeah. LED light thing. I know. You should have been thinking. What oh. the heck? Anyway, this is how the show works. You can send us an email about anything and remain totally anonymous, but then we are brutally honest. This is the show of brutal honesty. So if you're very, very sensitive, don't email us. If we like what you have to say, we will celebrate your thinking. If not, we will castigate you. Three versions of castigation on this show. If we think you need to snap out of your delusions, we'll stick your head in the toilet and flush it. And hopefully the water swirling on your head will awaken you from your delusions. We call it a swirly. If we think you're really crazy, you'll get the goat button. <laughs> Why did it ever become a goat? I've never... A long time ago, uh-huh. someone sent you, it was a little goat flipping, doing a somersault and making, and you were just quite taken with it. Oh, that's right. And that's I don't where even that came know from. why you turned it into something that was <laughs> a chastisement. Because, because the goat looked crazy, jumping I around. I guess, maybe that was it. So that's, that's how it happened. Yes. Now we know the history. Yeah. I had totally forgotten. If you blather too much on your email, you will get <laughs> the chicken. You get all three, you are officially crazy and out of your mind. <clears throat> All right, let us begin. What I do you got for I wish I had the chicken button when you blather. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be going constantly every time I talk. What? Shut that thing off! Okay, today's story comes straight from our own state of Wisconsin. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Stop it. What? <laughs> okay, 
The, the city officials in Madison, Wisconsin, are concerned over a business that's trying to open. <clears throat> okay. It's a business that is called the Snuggle House, and it offers cuddles and hugs from professional snugglers. Now, there's a job for you. What do you do for a living? I'm a snuggler. Yeah. But I'm not an amateur snuggler. I'm, I'm a, a professional, professional snuggler. They're professional snugglers. That's what it says. They advertise it like this. It's an exciting opportunity to receive the benefits of touch therapy in a non-sexual way and feel connected in a disconnected digital world. One session may be all you require from time to time or using snuggling as a staple to assist you in getting through a rough time. A single snuggle costs $60 and lasts an hour. Yes. Call now and we'll also include the set of Jinsu knives. All right. A double cuddle. A double cuddle. What's a double which, cuddle? I don't want to know, actually. <laughs> costs 120 And you can actually get overnight sessions for 400 Is it 425 Yeah. $425. All night long, someone's snuggling you, but there's Apparently. no sex involved. No, they say you have to sign a contract, and so it enforces intimate but non-sexual touch. Okay. Apparently, there's snuggling businesses in California and Colorado as well. So there's no touching the hoochie-coochies or anything? Apparently, there's not. All, right. All snuggle All right. rooms are equipped with surveillance cameras and panic buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I'd be a little panicked if some stranger was Well, who's panicking about who? I would say the payee, the snuggly. Or the, the person getting paying for the snuggling? Yeah. The client, I would think. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe it's for around. the... Yeah, maybe it's for the, the, I would think the other way around. Like, really? Well, if you're a professional snuggler... Maybe it's for both. And you take snuggling very seriously, as truly a professional snuggler would only take it. I guess. If someone starts getting a little, you know, hey, hey, stop touching the, uh, you know, paraphernalia there. Maybe it is. It's, maybe it's you, for the professional. you hit the button. Because I don't know. Snuggeries have rules. That's right. Regulations. I guess. It's creepy. It's a legitimate business. I mean, I understand the whole power of touch, but do you honestly think you get the same benefits to have some stranger as... I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it works. It's very creepy. Not to totally insult these people, although I have no problem doing that. (laughs) How big of a loser you got to be to To pay someone to snuggle you? Well, they say people who... You don't have a friend? (laughs) Well, that becomes friends with benefits. Then I'm no, 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 just the same. You know, can, can you just no? That's okay. Friends with benefits is the whole honest, honey. She's just a friend. We're just snuggling. <laughs> okay, so let's say, let's say, God forbid, one of your wives would pass away. One of my wives. One of you two like wives. Five or six wives that I have. <laughs> one of y'all. Hey, a lot of this. Wives. This is in Africa. People over there, some they have lots okay, of wives. Anyway. Apparently, one wife isn't. S- Stressful enough, they have to have many. Okay, yeah, now, you have friends that you could get a hug from, but do you really have a friend you could get a 60-minute hug from? <laughs> well, if, if you ne- I guess if you really needed <laughs> really? it. Really? Really? I don't do know. It. Do I have... Do you... I, hey. I feel... Hey, Tim. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, hey oh, no. Jimmy. <laughs> Please, it's going downhill really fast. You just try and give one of your friends an extended, like, 15-second hug. <laughs> And they're just like they freeze like. Uh, hey Tim, I mean, can you give me a can you give me a sixty minute hug, please? I think anything past like three four seconds stops becoming yes. like a greeting. Yeah, it I becomes know. Becomes a moment. So it's not like you're a loser. It's if you're not married, you know, single people who don't have because you just. Well, I was not hanging out of people when I hug them now. You just, just hang on and see what happens. <laughs> they start thinking. <laughs> He won't let go. He won't let go. Hey, I'm saving you 60 bucks, man. I, I don't know. I mean, you, there's no way that you have friends that would snuggle. 
Yeah, I, I guess I really don't know any friends that would snuggle no. with me. Uh, no, I, I guess I don't have any did. friends. Now I feel bad. No. Now I feel bad because now I'd have to pay. That's, why you, that's why you need a that's snuggery. Right, you need a, that's yeah, why that's you need right. a snuggery because I have a lot of friends. There's people like me who have no friends who would give me a <laughs> no. 60 I have many minute. friends. There, I ain't got one that's going to snuggle with me for an hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, who does? I guess it's... Yeah. And, and why do you need an hour hug? I don't know because apparently it's therapeutic. Like, why do I need an hour massage? <laughs> well, an hour massage... <laughs> That I get. See, and there's another thing. If you need the power of touch, why don't you just go pay get for someone to... And that, you get a lot more out of that, I think. You would think. And it's not so creepy. Although know. there are people that think massage is creepy. <laughs> oh, people are crazy, man. I don't Paying know. Paying for cuddles. Mm-hmm. Cuddles and hugs. Cuddles and hugs. Cuddles and hugs. We should write the jingle for it. Uh-huh. You could. <clears throat> but who, I, I'm who not needs... sure if it's opened yet. There's but then, still... then you could also pay for a two-hour cuddle. You can do an overnight cuddle. You have two hours of when you kind of like get uncomfortable. Well, I wonder if they have televisions that you could put in a movie and sit and watch a whole movie. You know, like you snuggle on the couch and you cuddle on the couch during a show. No, but I mean, so all night, so all night long, they're someone's apparently got their arms wrapped around. I can't you. sleep like that. But that would be like it's ooh. sponsored by that snuggle fabric softener. <laughs> they're all dressed up like little, little bears. That little bear is their mascot. They're, they're all dressed up like little bears. I, I don't know. I wonder how attractive all of their professional <clears throat> snugglers are. That was the other question that entered my students. brain. I, I, I don't know. I mean, all right. Can you <clears throat> ask what kind of professional you prefer? I, I, I mean, I, I does he look know. like Brad Pitt? I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you get Angelina Jolie? Like Can you get Ang- Hey. I, I want the one who looks like Brad Pitt. <laughs> hey, I'm a professional <laughs> snuggler here. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much looks play into it. I know. Huh. Interesting. <clears throat> We're all... See, the rest of the people around the world, <laughs> it's why America is so crazy. <laughs> Just another sign of our corporate insanity. We need a revival. We need a miracle from God. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back with your emails right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. This program of the Mark Gunger Show, this podcast of the Mark Gunger Show, is being brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of audiobooks in the world. Over 100, 150,000, right? Last time right. we looked. 150,000 titles, all kinds of books, periodicals, blah, 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 blah. Uh, as a listener to the show, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash Gunger, you can get a free download. Any book, absolutely free. It's free, people. <clears throat> you know, a lot of you guys have been listening to the show for a while, and you still have not gone to audiblepodcast.com slash gunger. Shame on you! Do it right away. Just because they're our sponsor. <laughs> and we want them to stay a sponsor. So it's free. Go on. Check it out. It's cool. A lot of you will be a lot smarter tomorrow than you are today if you just got some information in your head. I know you don't always have time to read, but you got time to listen as you're driving around. So go there. Check it out. Again, it's free. You also get a 30-day free trial. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash gunger. Do it today. You're listening to and are watching the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Mark Gunger with Diane Bradley and Phil Gunger. 
just read our opening article about a business offering cuddles and hugs. Mm-hmm. But you got an all-night version. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what happens if you got an embarrassing moment, you know, and somebody, you know, breaks wind or something? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it happens. Ha- it happens. <laughs> Especially if they're squeezing you too tight. <laughs> they're professionals. They're trained for things like I that. So. <laughs> must you, be in their manual a, how to handle that. Is there a that. surcharge? <laughs> Charge them it's professionals. More. You know, because stuff like that happens at unexpected moments. You know, <laughs> we all have. <laughs> I never do. I hate to tell you that. No, women never break wind. No, <laughs> they have no wind. Nope. They're windless. Yep. You know, I had a breaking wind incident the other day. Did oh, I tell you about this? No. You haven't heard this? <laughs> oh, good. No, no, no. Heavens, no. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> okay, so I'm in I'm in Frankenmuth, Michigan. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I'm sitting outside on this patio. Are you sure you want to share? This? Oh yeah, yeah. No, this is okay. This is highly entertaining. Okay. Okay. And uh, you know, you're you're sitting on this, you know, brick wall, and mm-hmm. people around, and I'm waiting for my wife and friends to come out of the restaurant. And then uh, apparently, apparently, I had some wind building up <laughs> that I was not aware of. <laughs> but what triggered it was a sneeze. <laughs> You know, and you see, and you go, hey, you know, hey, and and of course, you know, everything in your body tightens up, and and, went, hey, and I'm telling you, it was the single loudest explosion, like a bomb went off. I, I, it was like a 45 caliber gun went off. No, I mean, it was so shocking. For a split second, I thought, was that me? <laughs> did, did I just do that? I can't I mean, believe you. Oh, oh my goodness! Like, hey, I mean, it was it was not only I'm telling you, not only the loudest expression that I've ever had. It's the loudest one I've ever heard in my life from anybody. And I'm I'm over sixty years old. I've never heard. I mean, it was the perfect storm. I mean, you're out there, boom! I mean, I had no idea it was there. And of course, you try to be cool like nothing happened, right? So you just you just keep looking at your phone. <laughs> you can hear these prepubescent boys <laughs> over there just giggling as hard as they can. Car alarms they, are going off. Oh man, I'm telling you, it was it was it was so horrifying. It was hilarious. I just. Yeah, so you quick look around, hoping there's a whole, you know, you're in a bunch of people or something, so that no one will really know who did that. They think it was just and I quick look around. I'm, I'm like out in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> you can't blame I'm it the on only anybody guy. else. Everybody knew it was me. It was, it was horrifying. Oh, maybe so, they, they thought someone had just set off one of those concussion I'm, grenades. I'm, seriously, I mean, they were like former Marines diving for cover. You know, <laughs> he's got a gun. Yeah, everybody's ducking and stuff. I, Boom! It was oh, I'm telling you, it was no one was more shocked than me. It was, it was horrible. Ah, oh, so that's you know. So I just thought I'd share that with the audience because you never know. I can't quite believe that you shared yeah. that. Well, you, you know, <laughs> we're all about openness here. What can you imagine being and having that happen? You know, you're someone's huggling, hugging you, uh, huggling, huggling you, huggling, and all of a sudden you go, <laughs> boom. <laughs> <laughs> Did they charge you extra for that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is there a surcharge or I don't something? Know. You know. <laughs> Man. That'd be so embarrassing. It would be terribly embarrassing. Well, if you're the professional hug- hugger, how do you how do you 
<laughs> or what if the hugger does it? Oh, I don't know. Do then they get, get a discount then? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get my money back? <laughs> Do I get a refund? Mm. Uh, uh, stunning. I can't believe you shared that story. Well, stunning. And I can't believe that I haven't heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, just recently. You haven't been around. No, I guess I haven't probably yeah. seen well, you. That's what happens when you don't come around for a while. But generally, I get text messages. <laughs> <laughs> When they're that good. Okay, ready? To- oh, wow. Phil might have to read for this. I'm, I'm telling you, it was stunning. I, okay, I'm, I'm, I am it was, it. Was, it was such a shocker. I'm thinking, did I just do that? Okay, how many minutes can we spend on your father's gas habits? Oh, I mean, it was shocking. Well, I'm just thinking, if you're okay. a hunger and you do that, you got to uh, okay. get a refund. Okay. <laughs> Because everybody tenses up. Now I'm scared to death to sneeze. I'm sure Every you time are. I fear a sneeze coming, I go, oh Lord. <laughs> You're just not supposed to hold your oh, sneezes no. in. <laughs> You're not supposed to hold your sneezes. <laughs> even if you let it go, you know. It's, I'm out it's still coming. <sighs> my, my goodness. Of all the, uh, a snart? <laughs> a snart? <I'd>, yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't, you know, I don't know. And it's, you know, and the thing is, you're getting older. And my fear now is... No, stop! Stop! Please! Stop! My fear is... Okay, no, I'm, no. I'm 60. What happens when you're 68? You just... Add, add, add. I mean, it's just... You know, at some point... And here's the thing. At some point, old people, they don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Yeah. They just... How you doing? Know, I mean, you know, because at some point you say, okay, I can't control it anymore. And I just hope yeah. that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I won't have any friends left. I have very few now. <laughs> you can cross me off that list. <laughs> <laughs> Priorly. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Okay. We gotta take a break. I know. All that. You spent All the that. Whole just. just well, I was. I was trying. Well, I was curious. What do you do? I know. If but that happens. If you. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a you're a professional cycler. <gasps> what do you do? That's why they get paid that money. That, that doesn't yeah. happen. Really? They're gas-free people? No wind. They're windless people. Maybe they take Beano. They've got really good <laughs> control. Yes. But it wasn't a matter of control. You could sneeze. And know. that's why you're not a professional. I guess see, I, see, I, w- I would one. fail. You would fail would at fail. professional yeah. snuggling. Well, that's what they had to do. You, when you interview people, you, you put dust in the air and cause people to sneeze. You say, hey, boom! You sneeze you say, without you, passing. That's it. That's it. So. You're hired. The snart test. The oh, snart test. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we got to take a break. We've lost control of this show. We will be back with more right after this. Download your free Mark Gunger app today to see all of the latest from the world of Mark Gunger. This much I know if we're going to change the world around us. It's not up to the politicians. It's for every one of us. We're back. The Mark Unger Show. Sharing deeply spiritual <laughs> and relevant information for all. We probably just got canceled from like 25 Christian networks. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? It's life. All right. Okay. What do you got there? First email says, uh, my issue is with other 
married women who are unhappy in their marriage and they get pregnant to try to increase the happiness in their life. I have met several women like this. Instead of having a happy, joy-filled marriage and bringing a child into it, they use children as a last resort to finding happiness. Then, of course, the baby becomes more important than her husband and the marriage just gets worse. Can you shed some light on this issue? Well, I mean, it's patently absurd, you know, think, well, I'm miserable and unhappy, so I'll get a baby so that I won't be so miserable and unhappy. I mean, clearly that makes sense to anybody. Uh, you know, it, it, you're, you're mixing issues. I mean, I think people should have as many babies as they can anyway, so. Uh, but clearly, if you're, if you're just absolutely miserable and you think the only way I can get happy is doing that, well, clearly that's not. Well, people a think a baby will fix the marriage. They'll fix no, the yeah, problems. But obviously it, does it doesn't. Not. It doesn't. They need to work on the problems. They need to fix the issue, you know. And the issue is them. That's what they don't get. I tell people all the time when I, when I work with counselors and pastors and, uh, um, you know, about marriage counseling, uh, I say I typically, I'll either do it with them together or, or get them separate. And I just ask them very quickly. On a scale of one to ten, one being hell, ten being heaven, where would you rate your marriage? And one will give me another. And there's always one who has... Lower than the other mm-hmm. one, right? Oh, well, not always. There's some people that are the same, but some, oftentimes, you get someone who's really, they're really miserable. I always tell them, I says, the person you need to focus on is the unhappy person. They're the one who needs to change. Mm-hmm. But we get sucked in, everybody gets sucked into this thing where if you're in your marriage and you're really, really unhappy, then we focus on the other guy trying to save yeah. the unhappy person. Uh, and that's a big mistake. Yeah. And all you people who are profoundly miserable in your marriages right now, you are more miserable than you can probably, and you are convinced the problem is... Your spouse, the other person, they're the one is why you're miserable. They need to change, and pastor, can you change them and stuff? But what they don't realize is the person who is the most miserable is, in fact, the one who needs to change. They're the ones mm-hmm. who need to change. They don't like to hear issues. that. Oh, they hate hearing that. People hearing this right now are mad at me just from saying that. But it's true. It's absolutely yep. true. So uh, if you're absolutely miserable and you think, you know, it's the other person or it's my circumstance and if I have a baby or this or that, you know, you're missing the point. The problem is you. You have to understand, as, and this is from a Christian world. If you're not a Christian, it won't make any sense to you. But from a Christian worldview, most of our viewers are Christians. You know, you're supposed to be happy in the first place, regardless of your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Joy comes from knowing Christ. If you're wa- walking truly in the joy of Christ, you know, you're free, man. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing about Christianity. I can be happy regardless of my circumstances. But when you, as a believer, are profoundly unhappy, and you don't realize that there's something wrong with you, because of that stuff. Look, I get, we all have situations that are miserable that we want to try and fix. I get that. But when you, your soul, I mean, truly your soul mm-hmm. is miserable, then you've crossed the line. Something is really wrong and it's wrong with you. You need to fix it. And it's not changing your circumstances. You're all convinced, gee, if I just got my circumstances, if I just had enough money, if I just had a cuter wife, if I just had a husband who wasn't such a pig, you know, <laughs> breaking wind every time I give him a hug. <laughs> Every time he sneezes, you know, if I just, if I would just, if that would change, I'd be happy. No, no, you're still going to be unhappy. You need to fix you. You need to get happy in the first place. And here's the crazy thing about it. When you start really praising God, we often talk about praising God as how you lose the power of God in your, in your marriage or in your life in general. What, what you're really saying is celebrate God and be happy in the middle of your miserable circumstances. Because when you get to the place where you can celebrate in the middle of miserable circumstances and you're truly happy, that's when God shows up and starts changing your circumstances. Yep. People who want to change the circumstances first before they get happy and start praising God, they have it wrong. 
All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Caution. The Mark Unger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. They like the mocha down in Boca. I love this song. A corner blend in Monterey. But give me the flavor that I prefer to savor. Give me my low-fat latte. Sometimes it may be hard to handle. Sometimes it keeps me up at night. So smooth, so rich, so steamy. It just warms me up inside. The music of a Michael O'Brien. Check out his music at Michael O. Dot org. You're listening to the Mark Gunger Show. Mark Gunger with Phil Gunger and Mrs. Claus is visiting today. What are you? What are you doing? So- <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Claus. What I you knew been? you went and fetched something out there <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Claus. during the break. How are you? I don't know. You're in that silky red thing, and you're you got all your. Uh, Ornaments. Or- ornaments hanging all over the place. <coughs> just can't let it go. <laughs> just can't let it go. Answering your emails about love, marriage, and relationship. And insulting Diane. Uh-huh. All right, what do you got? Okay, this one says, uh, they've been married for four years. My husband seldom does anything special, like for anniversaries or my birthday, special occasions. He seldom has bought me gifts for my birthday or even a card. I always celebrate his and go all out. I have been very clear to him about what I want, telling him exactly what I want to do and where I want to go. And it hurts my feelings that he doesn't seem to get it. How do I approach <laughs> him about this? Can I get him to change? He's a wonderful... This is so sad. Husband and provider, but seems oblivious to this aspect. Oh, you chicks. Whining and belly aching. He doesn't do this, and it hurts my feelings. I'll tell you why he does this. Because he pays no price. He pays no price, my dear. You are the problem. Seriously. Most marriages, I promise, most women listening right now, if their husband continually forgot birthdays mm-hmm. and anniversaries, there would be hell to pay in the home. Yeah. Not literally, but I mean, things would get very uncomfortable. The guy learns this is painful. I am paying a painful price. Therefore, they stop doing it. I forgot my wife's and birthday once. I recollect that occasion, <sighs> and it hasn't happened again. <laughs> this is a bad thing, okay? And you learn. Ow, ow. See, what women don't understand about men. See, the women are by nature altruistic, and they're looking for all these things. Guys respond... To consequences. But see, she said he always, in capital letters, always did it. You know when? When, when they were dating. dating, of course. So she's... So like a dummy, she goes into it anyway, knowing he's this way anyway. No, no, but, he always planned stuff and did stuff for her. He, oh, he always did he those did, that's things the opposite. and was nice. Oh. When they, yeah. He always did wonderful and thoughtful things before they were, before married. They were married, but now nothing. Yeah, we'll she, go with my point, though. One way, it doesn't Game really matter. It doesn't really matter either way, before or after. Right. The thing is, he's not doing it, and she sits around and she's upset about it. And I tell him how I feel, and I wonder how come he doesn't help me. And I really try to express my feelings to him, and he doesn't understand. And I really get upset, and I try to share my heart. And he doesn't understand anything. And I pray, oh God, open up his heart and help me understand. Let me ask you a question. That. Occasion that you forgot your wife's birthday, yeah. if she had not done or said anything, would you have been inclined to no, miss it again? No, I'd forget it again. I forget everything else. 
There's consequences. Most guys at some point blow something like that. They, they do something and they forget something important. She gets really upset. He pays a tough price for it and he learns. See, men respond to consequences. The reason we go to work is because we'll get fired if we don't go to work, okay? We lose the money. There's pain involved. The reason men don't drive 300 miles an hour to work, they would love to. They, are you kidding? Most guys would love to just hammer it. You know, why not, why not go as fast as conceivably possible? Do you know why men don't do that, girls? It's because of consequences. Fear of getting arrested, fear of having to pay a ticket. There's all kinds of... Why do you think people... You think guys like paying their taxes? Oh, joy, joy. Let's all pay our taxes today. No. Why do they do it? Fear of being arrested and thrown into jail for tax evasion. Men respond to consequences. Always have, always will. God has known this about men. You know, a lot of, you know, you know, if God was a, okay, I get myself in all kinds of trouble here. Careful. But if God was a woman, like these women, God would have never required anything from anybody. He would have said, it really hurts my feelings. And I asked you not to do that, and you did it anyway. <laughs> but that's not what God did. God understood men. He said, from the beginning, there were always consequences. He says, if you will honor me, I will bless you. If you don't, I will kick your behind. Mm-hmm. There's always consequences. If you do the right thing, I will make it wonderful. If you do the wrong thing, I will make you miserable. It's consequences. People learn, men primarily learn from consequences. God has always understood this about men. But again, if he was wired more like a lot of these women, you know, I don't know. I, I keep telling them not to do it. I don't understand. I mean, he brings consequences. The reason your husband, my dear, ignores all of these things in your life is because he pays no price. When he forgets these things. And if you just say, well, it hurts my feelings when you do that. It doesn't mean anything. To all y'all men. Here's what it means. Nothing. That's all he hears from you, okay? You know, women are always looking for the right magic. See, what she wants me to give her the right magical words. What can I say? What can I say? I need to change. Oh, the women are always looking for Do you know the Bible says you want to affect the behavior in men? You do it without words. That's what Paul said. Without words. Women hate this verse of Scripture because women love words. But the problem is all you girls trying to always find the magical words. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And I know it gets some of you all mad, but I don't care. When you're looking for the right words, you're closer to witchcraft than you are to Christianity. Witchcraft is all about the right words. Finding the right words to make somebody do something is witchcraft, right? That's where you say the right words, you know. You know, eye of Newton, wing of bat. How dare you say that I'm so fat? You know, and you come up with these little potions and you throw them and you force someone to do it and you turn them into a bobblehead. Ah, because you cast a spell on them. The, the word. That's witchcraft. When women, Christian women, come along, and they're always saying, but what can I say? What can I say to make him do this? What can I say? You're, you're, you're get back, Rich! Stop it! All right? It's not about the right words. You need to employ the right consequences into your marriage and your relationship. Not that you get mean and nasty, but there needs to be a price to pay. And I promise you, men have done this forever. There's lots of guys who once or twice have forgotten some key event in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And then they learn never to do it again <laughs> because of the consequences that he paid, you know. And who knows what it was. She wouldn't talk to him for a week. You know, he tries to snuggle with her. You know, go hire a snuggler. <laughs> <laughs> go hire a 
snuggle, get away from me, because she doesn't want to, you know, what happened? Well, figure it out. Oh, man, I forgot her. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I don't care. So, you, know, you know, it doesn't have to go for a very long, no. but I mean, you make the point. You know, people who, there's these people, they don't want consequences. I'm telling you, if you keep consequences away from people in your life, you can't succeed with people in your life. I know ideally you shouldn't have it, but there's women like this who try to do this with children. There's no consequences ever with the children. You take away consequences with the children, you'll raise hellions. Because you say, well, you know, I told him how I felt, and Bobby, you know how mommy feels when you do that. I'm, I'm asking you please not to do it again. The kid's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. What he learns is consequences, whatever they may be. You take away consequences, you'll have chaos. You take employers are never allowed to fire their employees for any reason at all. How many guys do you think are going to show up for work on time? How many think guys are how do you think? I mean, it would be anarchy because as long as you take away, and I promise you, in a lot of the world today, they're trying to take away consequences yep. in all areas of life. Yep. You know, we have all these social engineering programs, and what it really is, it's it's a feminized and extreme feminism. There's healthy feminization, and there's unhealthy, and a lot of what we see is unhealthy. It's, it's a result of unhealthy feminized thinking that if we just take away all the consequences, it'll be nicer and, and life will be more peaceful, and it's corrupting Western culture. The more socialized we become, what it all really is is trying to take away consequences. The Bible says, hey, if somebody doesn't work, they don't eat. Socialism says, no, well, I'll, I'll feed you no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be there for you, and we take away all the consequences. And, and quite frankly, there are countries you know, where uh, you can't, it's very difficult to fire anybody. It's really, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and their, their intentions are well, but they fail to understand human nature. You take away consequences, you take away incentive for productivity, for responsible behavior, and whatnot. And, you know, this isn't a political show, so we can't fix all the socialists out there, and God bless you, you can still go to heaven. Even if you're a communist, I don't care if you really love Jesus. But, in a relationship with a man, you need to employ consequences. This lady has none. This is why he can... I promise you, any woman who has a man who continually, as she says, forgets all these major events in her life is a man who never gets consequences for forgetting anything. It just doesn't work, girls. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back with more emails right after this. Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. said, play me three chords, twelve bars and burn it slow. The music of Jimmy Bratcher. Check out his music at jimmybratcher.com. You're listening to the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your emails about said. What you got? Okay, he says, I recently listened to one of your podcasts about marriage in heaven. Apparently, you were talking about that, uh-huh. but there not being marriage in heaven. He didn't realize there was no marriage in heaven. Uh-huh. If there's no marriage in heaven, does that mean there is no sex in heaven either? He said, yeah. then again, maybe we won't care about it anymore. Yes, there will be no sex in heaven. You know, only, not to slam this guy, but it just shows you how immoral our culture is. We separate sex and marriage. Mm-hmm. And the one doesn't have anything to do with the other. So, okay, there's no marriage, but we still have sex. No, you're not, that's not well, even why supposed to be, would you? That's not even supposed to be happening here. Right. Okay? You're only supposed to be having sex if you're married. Here's someone who, who clearly, his head's a little messed up. You're not going to have people running around fornicating in heaven. Yeah. Hey, we're in heaven. Can't no marriage. Hey, heaven. let's go do the wild thing in the back. You know, seriously in heaven. I'll tell you what. All the fornicators will be in hell. <laughs> 
They won't be in heaven, so there won't be anybody up there who wants to go around fornicating and having sex randomly with people because they won't be there. The Bible says this, by the way. It's very clear. New Testament, not Old Testament, New Testament, in the middle of all the grace of God, Paul clearly says, no adulterer, no fornicator, no sexually immoral person will enter the kingdom of heaven. So, even if there was the opportunity to fornicate your little brains out, there won't be any fornicators there. <laughs> so, there. But no. <laughs> Must be really important to this guy. He's worried about eternity without it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, what are you doing? Heaven ain't going to be no sex. You know? Seriously, dude. So, anyway, no. There's no sex outside of marriage. That's why he's even supposed to be there he- that way here. Uh, and there's certainly not going to be any fornicating in heaven. All right. Okay. This question says, she wants to know, do you have any suggestions on how to make a marriage grow back to what it once was? The giddy feeling of seeing someone after a long day, the smiles you get when you think of that person, the feeling of how did I ever make it before? Not, eh, I can make it and I'll be fine. Any suggestions would be great. Uh, You know, this is a problem. A lot of people are constantly trying to stay in that early stage of marriage. And if you stay there, you'll get very frustrated, and you'll eventually go outside your marriage. Here's the thing. Marriage matures. Relationships need to mature. And what happens is people want to keep it in the immature realm. And they're struggling as hard and as intensely as they can to keep it as immature as they can for as long as they can. They want it to stay immature. You know, that giddy, because mm-hmm. they don't want to do something they don't feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And as long as they're... Uh, Feelings are there, then they're happy. But in, you need to grow on. There's that, you know, there's a giddy, 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 the giddy stage. Then there's the discovery stage. Then there's the oh, good grief stage. <laughs> then there's the real intimate stage where you really get to know someone, you grow close. You've got to be able to let go of the former so you can grow into the next. And what we have are so many people who are stuck in uh, immaturity in their relationships. And they won't let go of that giddy stage, and they're constantly changing it, chasing it. These are the people who wind up in relationship after relationship after relationship after relationship, because rather than mature and go on and grow into a truly meaningful long-term relationship, they want to hang on to giddy. So what she's asking is, what can I do to hang on to giddy? There's nothing you can do. Let it go. Stop it. Good grief. Why are you still 16 years old? Grow up and mature for the love of God and get a mature relationship. Start growing in your faith and quit chasing giddy. Good grief. Even if if I had an answer, well, there is an answer. Dump your current guy and go get another one. That's the only way you maintain giddy. That's how you do it. You find someone else. Go commit adultery. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's really exciting. (laughs) And then dump that guy's rear and then go find another one as soon as that giddy was. And then you get into giddy stage again. There's people who live this over and over and over again. It's absolutely destructive. So stop it. Was that a woman? Yes. She needs a swirly. Next time you think you need giddy, stick your head in the toilet, smash it, and let the water spin around your head and knock you out of your giddiness, for heaven's sakes. Good grief. Well, giddy has nothing to do with the biblical definition of what love is. It doesn't say anything in there. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is giddy. It's not included in that list. Good grief. You know what? And... <laughs> She's not alone. Oh, no, there's lots of them. Millions of you out there exactly are living this and constantly changing this stupid adolescent uh, version of love. 
and that's why you keep destroying your life uh, and your relationships and all the people around you because you keep trying to choose giddy. Move on. Get on with it. Grow up. We'll take a break. We'll be back with our final segment right after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. Listen to and are watching the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Mark Gunger with Diane Briley and Phil Gunger. I feel like there should be Christmas music at the break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Briarly, oh, Briarly. Give, give them to me. Let me have them. Let me have them. No! My, let me have my husband. No, no! Back off, woman! I was just going to put them here by me. I wasn't going to do anything mean to them. I was just going to put right. them right up here by uh, me. Look, look like. Mrs. Claus over there. There. All right. <laughs> I love you, Santa. It really does work. So All right. Okay. Okay, this is a guy writing it, actually. He All says, right. do you think that if the husband was included more when having a baby, like decorating the room and going to the baby shower, then more men would feel like they are involved and not just a sperm donor, or that they would have a say in things when it comes to their child? As men, I believe we should be included and that it might help men not to be alienated from their spouse, which can cause division in the home. What you think, boys? His premise is faulty. I don't know any guys who are fathers in a committed relationship who feel like they're a sperm donor. Well, I don't know. Maybe he does. <laughs> well, yeah, what's his problem? I didn't ask you know, that. If, if you feel that you're being cheated out of decorating the baby's room, then talk to your wife. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Phil, did you want to be included in decorating your children's rooms? No. Did you want in to go fact, to the baby shower? I got flack for trying to fight it. <laughs> I kept coming up with excuses as to why I should not be involved. Yeah. I'll see my wife's smart now. She knows. Don't even don't ask. Even ask. I don't, I, I, what, what do I know about that? We don't know anything about that stuff. It has become a popular trend, though, boys. Oh, it's because they're trying to turn men into women. It's because of That's guys what's like wrong. This, yeah. That the rest of us have to show up to these yeah. things because this guy's feeling left out. Oh, yeah. Now they have the joint. The co ed. You know, the co ed, baby. Shows. I hate those stupid things. I got drug in a one. I hated every second of it. I Tomorrow, know. if I never do another one again, yep. sit there with a bunch of chicks and they're all talking about having baby and all the, all the guys are all looking at each other like, <laughs> why? Well, why are we here? Yep. So I said, no, I'm not going to decorate it. I'm not going to go to stupid showers. I won't do it. Oh, I would do it. <laughs> but I won't do that. That's what. That's what that song's about. That's, that's what that song's about. We'll not go to baby yeah. showers. A lot of people don't know what that song was about. I'll do anything for love, but I won't but, do that. Everybody says, what is that? It's going to baby showers. If that guy wants to go, let him go. Who cares? Yeah. Let, let him you know, put on a tutu and go out there, and he can dance around with the girls. What is it with you women? They don't understand just crazy how awkward chicks. it is for you men. Well, why do they, awkward Why do you? they want guys to be like girls? Stop it! <laughs> But he was saying he wants to be? He thinks that he wants to be more included and thinks that men should be more included. So he's a pro men at the baby shower advocate. Okay. Well, oh, I, he's crazy. He All could. <laughs> <laughs> All 
on the crazy train. He can go if he wants. I, but just don't make it mandatory I, for the rest of y'all. Exactly. You don't need to include the rest of us on this. Mm-hmm. That being said, shower away, <laughs> decorate away. Yeah. We actually have an invitation sitting at home right now coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's a co-ed baby shower. My husband will not go. He got, like you, drug into one. It was a family thing, and he was furious. He's like, this is so stupid. So I'm not stupid. going to another one. He, that was totally against his Englishman sensibility. This guy wants to go to one. Let him go to one. I'll even play the music for him as he comes in. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my goodness. goodness. (laughs) Please send all of your complaints to Mark. (laughs) Don't send it to me. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) You've been so girl. Look, some guys like that some good. Knock yourself out. I'm telling most guys don't want to do it. And why women who guys don't do this? We don't want to go do guy stuff and say, let's invite the girls. Yeah. Let's bring the girls in so they can be here, too. It's like, are you kidding? They don't want us. That's why guys build man caves. Yes. And on the, on the front door, it says, no chicks allowed. Since we were little boys, we built clubhouses. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you do is you put up a sign. No chicks. Kind of like the little rascals. <laughs> the He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> but even little girls. I know. You have a little sense keeping the boys out. So these women yep. turn into these... I don't know. They want these guys to, to be, be a oh, part of it. Oh, stop. I was a part of it. That's how you got pregnant in the first place. <laughs> that was my first thought. I, I did my part. Hallelujah. Although for this guy, who knows, maybe his wife doesn't want him to be a part of it. Maybe. Maybe he's trying to get into the girls club because she doesn't want him there. And he wants to be. Oh, then he's got You're not problems. missing out on anything. Playing those goofy games and ugh, not missing out. <sighs> one. I did one. <laughs> It was horrifying, Never wasn't it? again. Awful. Remember, this is premise, you know, is that that's why guys aren't more connected. Who says the guys aren't more The guys who are not more connected to their children are the guys who don't marry their moms. These it's are the true. guys. These are the pigs. These are the baby daddies. All right? And getting invited to help decorate the room and you're going to fix these self-centered, narcissistic psychos. A man who truly loves his wife, marries his wife, provides for his wife, and sees that little child and holds that child, loves that child. I don't know men who go around thinking, gee, I just feel like a sperm donor because I didn't get to decorate the baby's room. See ya. Bye-bye.